So why should you go no contact after breaking up with a narcissist? Well, today we're going to dive into that some and be able to walk you through some of the aspects of what's going on, why, and how you need to do it. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification so you get notified when we drop new videos, when we're going live Q&As, all different types of things so you can be a part of the community here as we invest in your healing. Well, a lot of times you hear that you always need to go no contact. Like that's just kind of rule of thumb of like you're with a narcissist, you break up, no contact. Like this has to happen. And I want to kind of dive into like why and like how, because it seems really hard for a lot of people to be able to understand and it seems hard to be able to do it. Like, how am I supposed to go, how am I supposed to go no contact with someone that I care about, with someone that I love, with someone that I want to be with or that I cherish, but they're not being very nice to me. Like, how do I actually do that? Well, today we're going to dive into explaining what no contact means, uh, the reasons why, some of the challenges, and the results of actually going no contact with a narcissist. Well, first off, when we're talking about no contact, and I'm going to use that reference of no contact rule, we're talking about ghost, block, no contact. Like, there's an option here of like not giving access for this other person at all in your life. A lot of times people struggle with this concept because they want to not talk to this person but still have access or they want to not be with that person but still be able to interact. Those are not versions of no contact. What those are are just ways for a toxic person to still stay in your life just a little bit longer. Now, when we talk about the no contact rule, it's important to make sure that it actually doesn't happen. That means you don't see, you don't talk, you don't text, etc., what happens is when you do, or when you start even like looking, you start pain shopping. And this is oftentimes when you're looking from a distance, trying to understand what's going on around the other, other side. It's like, hey, let me check out their social media. I'm not going to contact them, but I'm going to check out their social media. Oftentimes with pain shopping is you're doing it either because you don't feel something or because you miss a feeling that you used to have with that person. So you start to look at them or you start to interact with them thinking that it'll make you feel better and then you get to the place where you realize that it really doesn't. Sometimes you'll end up getting to the place where you'll start stalking the other person or you'll be asking all their friends and family that you're trying to figure out, is there anything there? What's actually going? And you need to understand all of these are still breaking the aspect of no contact. So when we talk about no contact, we're talking about blocking, leaving, like getting like the social media like disconnected so you don't see anything. People go to the, people go to the place where they have to set up like email blockers where it just goes straight to the trash or completely disappears so that they never see it. Or phone blockers. Or you might have to go to the place where you change your number. Sometimes people have to go to the place where they move out of the country or out of the state. Like There's lots of different things that happen when someone is with a toxic person. Well, that's kind of the definition, the idea of the concept of no contact. Like that's what it looks like. So if anybody's unclear of how it looks, that's what it looks like. It is limiting someone's access to you to a place where there is no access. But the next question is why? 
Like, like, why does it matter? Like, is it actually that big of a deal? Because maybe you got to the end of the relationship and they're like, well, why don't we just stay friends? You know, why don't we commu- continue to communicate, you know, in a, in a positive way? Because there's a lot of exes that communicate with friends. Why don't we do this? And you need to understand that oftentimes when you're with a narcissist, with you're with a toxic person, those requests are not that simple. Those requests are not that subtle in the aspect of there's something else there And oftentimes it's to soothe their own ego or to make them feel better. So why do you actually need to go no contact? Like what's the big deal? Well, when you go contact, when you go no contact with someone, it actually is your opportunity for healing. You see, when you're still in contact with another person, with a toxic person, it is only re-exposing you to past trauma and re-exposing the wound of the abuse that happened in the relationship. Oftentimes I'll use the example of you have a bandage on your arm and you want to check on it every single day. So you rip it off. And every time you rip it off every day, all it does is reopen the wound. This is what's happening when you stay in contact with a toxic person. It's a huge opportunity for your healing. It also is an aspect of breaking the manipulation cycle. Because that Hoover piece of that person coming back into your life is not accessible. They're no longer able to come back into your life and to control you. They're no longer able to control how you think, how you respond, how you react to them because they no longer have access to be able to do that to you. It'll also help with reducing codependency. It'll help reduce that in the aspect of you're not looking to this person for your own emotional validation. You're not looking to this person to fulfill your needs or, or different pieces of that that you're trying to find in another person versus finding yourself. The other aspect is to help you improve your self-worth and your self-esteem. Even if you've been with a toxic person and then they leave and then they still come back into your life, you're still going to have that self-esteem piece hit. You're still gonna have that self-worth piece hit because then you're interacting with someone who typically is with someone else at this point and they're going back and forth and it makes you wonder, am I good enough? Like, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? And oftentimes those questions will plague you so much, it doesn't give you access to healing. And it doesn't help you continue moving forward. You see, when you move out of that relationship, when you move to a place of no contact, you no longer are hit with that negativity. You no longer are hit with that belittling and like beating you down. And the other reason that you need to go no contact is it offers this opportunity to heal and to grow. Because at this point, you're able to start taking a step back and identify what's actually happened. You're able to see, wait a second, this actually has been really toxic. This person actually hasn't loved me at all because they haven't demonstrated that love. They haven't shown that care. And you start to realize, I can actually let go of the past. I can let go of some of the pieces that are still clinging to me. And I can be able to move forward in a good place because I'm growing versus getting held back by that toxicity. So that talks about no contact rule. It talks about why you need to go to no contact. Let's talk about some of the challenges real quick. Okay. The challenges of no contact is just implementing it and sticking with it. Oftentimes people don't want to stick with it because they get lonely, because they get frustrated, because they get hurt, because they're like, I don't know if I can do this on my own. Maybe you're at the place where you feel guilty. Like I shouldn't leave this person. Like they, they have so much that they could do. 
You know, they could get so much better. They could work on themselves. Maybe I could change them. And all these different things that play through your mind that keep you stuck. So sometimes loneliness, sometimes guilt, sometimes you're longing for that relationship. Sometimes you're in a fog, the fear, the obligation, the guilt, and it feels so familiar. Like, I don't want to leave. Like, this is where I should be. And sometimes people say, hey, I'm not leaving because of the kids. Because I don't want to feel bad about us having the, having the kids be raised up in a separate parent household. Uh, I don't want that to, to experience of them. I don't think I can get free because of the kids. Because they need a dad. They need a mom. All these different pieces. And when it comes down to it, oftentimes people want to make excuses about why they can't leave because of the kids. And unfortunately, a lot of the thought process goes back to, well, I don't want to pull them away from their dad. Or I don't want to pull them away from their mom. And instead, they just expose the kids more and more to more toxicity. Now, some people are like, it's impossible to go no contact. We can't go no contact. Uh, you wouldn't say that if you were getting beat by the other person and there was a restraining order and they weren't able to see you because of the abuse. That's what's happening. It just might not be in the physical sense. And so there is a lot of people that have gotten to the place where they have learned and got the right resources and figure out how they need to be able to put in third-party apps, third-party communication, third-party drop-offs, all these type of things so that they don't have access to interact with the other person. They're still parallel parenting, but they're not interacting with the other person because no contact is so essential for their healing and for their growth. The other biggest challenge, the biggest challenge about going no contact is just the trauma bond. That idea of like, I am stuck. You see, when you're dealing with a trauma bond, you have this story that plays in your mind that leaves you stuck. Like logically, you're like, oh, I know this person isn't good for me, but emotionally you're like, but I still want to reach out. I still want to interact. I still want to be with this person. And that trauma bond will hold you so tight that you won't go no contact that you'll leave the door open and then wonder why they keep walking back to you even though they're with someone else, even though they have a kid with someone else, even though they've moved on, they still come back. And oftentimes you'll still let them because you're still trauma bond. You're still telling them a story. You're still telling yourself a story that's not true. So when we talk about the challenges of no contact, just understand that it is possible. No matter where you are, no matter what stage of life you're in, whether that's being lonely, guilt with the kids, with the trauma bond, it is possible. Because the results we're seeing of working with people, helping them get to no contact, helping them break free, is they're healing. Is they're getting to the place where they're not re-triggered every single day, where they're able to actually move forward and grow in a positive light. And so you need to understand, to start off, you need to journal. You need to start working on your triggers to get to the story, to get to the truth of what's actually happening and to establish the facts of this is what has actually happened in the relationship. So you don't get sucked into something that is not true. And you need to implement the new story. You need to put into your life like this is actually what's true. And you need to live with that intention to be able to move forward. Last but not least, like if you want to see some of this growth actually played out in your life, would love to be able to partner with you and to help you move forward. You can go to rawmotivations.com, you can click on the one-on-ones, and what we do every single day is we try to partner with you to help you get to the place where you are healing. And we meet with people every single place and every single aspect of life, whether you're full contact or no contact, you still have that piece called the trauma bond that you need to be free from. And once you can get free from that in the mind and free in the heart, it gives you the opportunity to view life through truth and to be able to make the decisions accordingly for your growth and for your healing.